Oh my god, do you hear those frogs? Life is so magical. Holy shit. I love being alive. So, um, today's episode, uh, is a little bit different than the other ones. Um, just a little warning, just a little disclaimer before the episode. Um, I'm on vacation right now, actually, uh, in the rainforest. Um, I love, I love getting just, like, back to my roots. Like, I know I'm from, like, a small suburb, uh, but, like, I feel like beyond that, we're all sort of from, like, nature, if that makes sense. Um, like, if we were to just, like, look deeper within all of us, it's not like, oh, I'm from Indiana, or I'm from, like, uh, whatever it might be. Indiana, somewhere like that. Just, like, a city. Um, no. Like, we're all from Earth. Uh, and so as people, we have this, like, eternal bond with nature, which is why I came out here, um, because it just makes me feel like, I don't want to say alive, but, like, I think that's actually beautiful, and that's like an unpopular opinion, unfortunately. A lot of people are just constantly cooped up in their rooms, um, on their phones, which is crazy. Looking around here now, like, it's so scenic, just like, and then looking down at my, like, electronic microphone um doesn't belong here like it couldn't look more out of place in the wilderness um so i'm sorry forest for bringing these that showed me a photo, as always, um, this episode is pretty interesting, um, I have Flannery 
talking to me about... Well, you'll hear it. You'll hear it, you'll hear it. Um, it's pretty long. It's pretty good. Uh, you can listen to the whole thing now. Pause it. Or you can pause it now. Uh, either way, it's I'm gonna do it. It's the This file has it. The phone call interview. Um, so, try to enjoy... Uh, I'll be back at the end, or not, we'll see, it depends. Um, so yeah, here it is. Hi, I'm Flannery. Well, that's a fake name, but you can have my real name if you want. <laughs> And um, I work in the wine industry. And so that's kind of what I do. I don't really like it all that much, though. That's just like an interesting fact about me, I guess. So you don't like drink wine ever? Mm, not really. Uh, I'll like drink wine with my friends. But in terms like I know so much more about wine than I, li than I like wine, if mm -hmm. that makes sense. Like, yeah, yeah. like <laughs> I had some wine uh, last night. Oh, yeah. What kind? Red. <laughs> Okay, that's a kind. That's I actually good. don't know what like kind of wine it was. It mm -hmm. was uh, the name of the wine was Behringer. You ever heard of that? Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a yeah, that's a big big yeah, wine company. They had a little sticker on the bottle that said like Behringer has won seven hundred and fifty plus <laughs> awards. <laughs> that's so extra. Which is, which is why I chose it. I was like, oh fuck, I guess it's got to be pretty good if they've won. They don't need all those seven hundred and fifty awards, and it was it was yeah, good. That's a like, uh, I think they're like it's like this huge family of wines. Oh, like Behringer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Seems like a like rich last name, I guess. Oh, for sure. Yeah. You can just tell. Okay, so did you select a photo already? Uh, yes. Okay. So what's happening in the photo? Um. So it's. Do you want like a visual description or just like what it is? It's a photo of a mountain range, um, seen from like very high up. Okay. Um, it's in Rocky Mountain National Park. Um, let's say like the the like two thirds of the photo are the sky, and I was trying to get the moon in it. Yeah. So it's like kind of sunset vibes, but then these like big craggy mountains, and then in um in a corner of the photo you can see the um the tundra and i'd never been to the tundra before and i'm a huge uh nature nerd so i was like rabidly excited to experience that kind of ecosystem for the first time and you were like on vacation there or something did you go specifically to like go to this <laughs> park um how i it's kind of a it's an interesting story which maybe why i chose the photo or just because it's uh it's a beautiful photo but um I had recently got out, gotten out of the hospital. Um, mm -hmm. I was hospitalized, like a psychiatric hospital, and um, I'm really impulsive. I drive a lot, really long distances, and so I had just gotten out of the hospital, and um, I was in, I'm from Texas. I was at a party uh, a little bit north of my city with my partner at the time, and they were going to, um, they were going up to Minnesota to deliver supplies, um, for uh standing rock and um i was like helping them pack their car after the party and i was like i want to drive somewhere uh maybe i'll just drive west a little bit and i didn't really have i didn't have a lot of stuff in my car maybe a sleeping bag um a foam pad stuff like that but i wasn't i wasn't really prepared to go very far but uh 
as usual, um, I went way farther than necessary. I ended up spending the night um, maybe 10 hours away in uh, in West Texas. And then the next day, I just continued on to Colorado. Um, and, and you're I spent, by yourself. Mm-hmm, and no one, <laughs> I had just gotten out of the hospital. No one knew where I was. I think I, I texted my mom being like, I'm, I'm in Colorado. Like, here's a pretty photo. <laughs> and she was like, what? Um, but my service was really in and out. And so I think that kind of frightened people but I really I don't know I felt like I needed a big reset mm-hmm. like I wanted to press the reset button on my life and I'll do this occasionally actually looking back every mental breakdown I've had has been um in conjunction with me like taking off and going into nature by myself for a few days so this was one of those how how many like nights did you stay there I think I stayed there for four nights um maybe three I, I slept in my car for most of them. And it was really cold because, um, I didn't, I don't really ever think things through. I didn't factor in altitude. Um, so even though it was early September, this was maybe like September 11th, it would, it would get down to like maybe the high thirties at night. And I was just in my car. Um, so it got really cold and then I stayed with a friend in Denver my last night, but then being just being in Denver for a little bit, um, kind of upset me like I felt like my nerves were still too raw so I headed back to the national park the next day so Mm -hmm. like you said um you'd like done this sort of thing before where you you'll like need a reset and then you'll end up driving somewhere and like staying there Mm -hmm. like is it always like a similar setting um I love the mountains I used to live in uh Portland Oregon and um after I um, I had a really bad breakup with a girlfriend. We were together for like four years. And when we broke up, I just got in my car and I was like, I can't be in Portland for one more second. And I drove a thousand miles around the Olympic Peninsula up into Washington. Um, <laughs> I think a lot of it is just like movement makes me feel like I'm doing something. Like I'm taking some kind of control right. over my life um, when I'm feeling like I don't have any it's like, well, I can control how fast I'm going, how far I'm going. It, I mean, it's literally running away from something. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. But, like, I guess a huge part of it is the drive itself. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Is there, like, any other, I don't know, good, weird places? Um, I found out something, well, something really, I found out something really traumatic happened to me, and I was trying to deal with it, and I remember I was... um with my mother in Dallas and I was like, I need to go to St. Louis immediately. I'd never been to St. Louis in my life. It's about a 10 hour drive. I'd also just taken a bunch of Xanax and I was like, I'm leaving for St. Louis. Wait, and right then now. drove? <laughs> well, hold on. Okay. Um, <laughs> I was like, I'm leaving for St. Louis. You can't stop me. And like, I, I can't be stopped. Like I, she would have had to like call the cops on me. I was like, no, I'm going. Yeah. And she, I don't know. I still think, I still think this is amazing. She was like, okay, well, you have friends there, right? And I was like, "Uh uh-huh. And she put me on a plane. Um, And I stayed in St. Louis for four days um, and like healed there. But it's like, I just choose these places at random that I just need to go. I think the Colorado and Washington, St. Louis were the big ones. I'm trying to think. There are also, I'll do smaller ones. I'll drive to the uh, Louisiana border and back. Um, and like never get out of my car and that's like five, six hours of driving. Like I, and I do it pretty often. Actually, I was going to go to new Orleans, uh, this past weekend, but I forgot that I had an art lecture to go to. So I didn't. (laughs) Is there anything specific that happened that weekend that you can remember that like stood out to you or like, 
God, I just, I cried a lot. I was just like stoned in the woods crying a lot because weed's legal in Colorado and I like took full advantage of that. Mm-hmm. Um, that was actually the weekend that, um, I don't know, it did feel like the reset button I was looking for. That was actually the weekend that I like fake online met the person I'm in a relationship with, which is like weird that, I don't know, it just felt like I cleared my whole life away. And um, I, like when I, and God, people were so mad at me for doing that, for bailing. And I mean, yeah, like someone gets out of the fucking psych hospital and then takes off like 10 hours away and doesn't really tell anyone that they're doing it. Like I got that they were mad. But when I like think back to like (laughs) the highlight of my entire year was doing that and I wish that I could do it again. I like it's like a turning. I view it as like a turning point for me in the entire year was like my little trip to Colorado. Hi, it's April Fool's Day. And, um, I'm finally home from work. I had a, I don't know, I kind of hate today, kind of hate holidays because I'm so good at looking into the past. Most of the positive experiences I think about from the past, I don't know, from the years 2010 to 2015, have some strong association with someone that I loved one of two people I wish that I could like look back on them what's that stupid quote there's that stupid quotation oh yeah uh don't cry because it's over smile because it happened but I want to be like smile because it happened don't cry because you set your life on fire and destroyed like the lives of the people closest to you uh, oh man, this is some doom and gloom shit. There's a wild rabbit in the yard right now, so I think I might go outside and make some meaningful eye contact with it. But, anyways, that's what I'm up to. Um, and yeah, I'm just gonna leave it there. How long did you spend in the hospital before that? Um, I spent 72 hours in the hospital. I was like, I was ready to like kick and scream and lie my way out of there. So I did, I lied. I lied to get out like as hard as I could, yeah. I was admitted for uh, what they thought was like a bipolar depressive disorder. But, uh, and I was like, yeah, I have bipolar. And I like told anyone who would listen, like while full, well knowing that I didn't. but I just had to get out. It was terrible. How did that, like, get you out? Like, how could such a lie make them... <laughs> just, um, you know, uh, exhibiting, like, remarkable self-awareness. Right. Which I'm really good at, yeah. <laughs> um, and just being like, okay, well, now that I have my diagnosis, like, I've been waiting for this, now I can, like, take the medication I need to, like, get better. They actually put me on lithium, and I had been on it for about a week, and um, I didn't go back to the pharmacy before I left for Colorado. Also, I, um, I'm glad I wasn't on it because it makes you really dehydrated and the altitude was so bad. Mm. But this was also like me being in Colorado was like me being off my meds, for the, off any medication for the first time in like five years. And I'm still not on any medication. So that was also like a 
turning point kind of i guess that's mm. like colorado is like the real <laughs> secret medicine <laughs> kind of yeah exactly well i'm such a big dork like i could be alone in nature indefinitely and i would never like miss a soul or anything um hmm. it's like the most important thing in my life that's pretty like bold i feel like i'd personally be terrified to like go out somewhere remote um and then like not take the medication I've been on for like a while. Well, the yeah, well I mean, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. The it, I was I ended up being diagnosed with borderline personality disorder, which um and I don't want to make like blanket statements about the entire disorder for everyone, mm-hmm. but um for me and for a lot of people it manifests in just this like absolute recklessness and a lot of people gamble or they'll fight Mm-hmm. Or they'll, like, have lots of casual sex, which, like, I wouldn't mind having, but, like, instead I just drive. Um, but the recklessness manifests itself in not telling anyone where I'm going, not taking my medication, just generally not taking care of myself. It's tricky because unlike bipolar disorder, which you can be put on a mood stabilizer for, BPD, like, there's not really medication for it. Right. Um, it's just not, I mean, in fact, even taking like SSRIs or other medications can make it worse. I feel like the mood swings, um, that come in with bipolar disorder, um, they're longer. And I, so you can sort of medicate them or prepare for them in that way. But with BPD, like you could have mood swings like every day, more than once a day. Um, best way to treat it is aggressive therapy. Um, which mm. not everyone has access to. But that's what I started doing in uh, God, January, maybe. And it's improved my life so much. Were you doing like one-on-one it. therapy or like? Mm-hmm. Not really the group therapy type of person. <laughs> yeah. Did you try, did you ever try like um, like CBD, CBT? Like yeah, actually, behavior? that's what I am doing. Or that's what I was doing. It's, I don't know. Do you, have you done it? Uh, or I've, do you I've like seen a therapist a few times for like stints, but I've never mm-hmm. done CBT, no. Well, it's instead of like uh talk therapy, which could, you know, go on until you're like 70, CBT is more like, okay, um, we're gonna teach you like a few skills that you can use when you're about to like slip into a depressive episode. Yeah. I know you have like, like activities or like homework even. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's so good. It's something my entire life. Like I want results. Right. <laughs> and um did you have to do it like a few times before you actually like noticed it was helping? It's like something that like, for example, like I'll, I can tell when I'm about to slip into like a bad spot, it kind of feels like a storm coming in where you just like sort of sit around on your porch and wait for it to happen. Um, right. It's like, well, this is going to happen. Um, so it's not really something that you like wait around to work. You have to, you have to do it. Like you have to be like, okay, I'm feeling this way. And I'm going to go back into my notes or what I learned in therapy, and I'm going to actively work to try and keep this away. And it's just you have to, like, reframe the narrative or how you're thinking. I don't know. A lot of it is, like, facing and accepting your discomfort and realizing that, like, it's going to go away. Mm -hmm. But you have to, like, look it in the face and be like, this is happening. I don't know. I don't have personal experience with it. But, like, from what I've seen, it's, it's, like, obviously not a thing you can just do and then expect that you're going to feel better without like you have to do it every time. Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like sometimes my life is like these long spells of being okay ish mm-hmm. punctuated by these like just cataclysmic events. 
that I kind of do to myself. Like I've moved all around the country. I like never have the same friend groups because after a while I just sort of am content. And then I just (laughs) sort of backslide and set my life on fire and then have to like move elsewhere. Right. I don't know. It is, it's like this weird, like slash and burn kind of way of (laughs) going about my life. Do you ever feel like really, really, really good? And then it, and then you crash or is it always just like okay-ish and then you crash? I mean, I have moments of feeling really, really good, but they don't feel like they're necessarily tied into a mental imbalance, if that makes sense. Like when I'm crashing, I'm like, this feels like singular in some way. Like this feels like my brain is wrong, you know? But then like when I, my moments of joy are usually just because I'm like actually truly happy or joyful. Or like one time I accidentally took too many steroids for poison ivy and was like almost psychotic for like an entire day. And that I was like, this feels, (laughs) I know, (laughs) this feels uh, wrong in some way, even if I am like enjoying it. Um, But yeah, my moments of joy just tend to be, they feel like pure unadulterated moments of joy, not like something my brain made up. I guess I just like, I don't know, whenever I go through periods where I'm like, really really feeling good and happy I'm like constantly just like feeling nervous that I'm going to crash really hard like whether or not this like happiness is justified do you know what I mean Mm -hmm. yeah like where is this coming from yeah it's kind of like oh this is weird I I shouldn't be feeling this good like I'm for sure gonna feel bad really soon and then like I don't know I don't know if I ever time before where I like do feel really, really bad after, but, like, there's no real reason I should be, like, afraid of feeling good. I don't know. Sometimes I'm afraid of feeling good, too, just because, like, it ends. Everything ends. Yeah, I guess that's <laughs> what it is. There's a lot to be afraid of. Yeah, I'm going to try to, like, not feel bad, I guess, forever. <laughs> that seems like a good plan. Yeah, that's my new plan. <laughs> you just came um. up with it. <laughs> I'm going to stop feeling bad, maybe, hopefully. <laughs> well, I've been feeling terrible today. But, yeah, <laughs> this Shit. I'm gonna cut this out of the podcast for sure, <laughs> <laughs> or will I? Yeah, no. You all like like I was saying, I like went and, uh, and then I just woke up feeling so terrible. And then just like today's been weird. It's like I listened to the same song like 45 times today. <laughs> <gasps> you know what's weird? Not to like, I don't, I'm not trying to be like, you're like me, but like, I will listen to a song on repeat when I'm about to like slip into like a depressive episode. And I can like usually like remember which songs I've been listening to. It's, I even made a playlist. It's like, here are the songs you've been listening to like before you went nuts. Fuck. Yeah. I wonder I always, like sorry. what that's about. No, no, no. I just, I think that's a funny like parallel because yeah, I, I don't, don't know. know. I just will like abuse repeat when I'm feeling bad. I don't know why. It makes time weird. I've never quite had it to this extent where I'm like actually just repeating this one same song like over and over and over again but um I I always remember like yeah these moments that are like significant whether I was like feeling amazing or horribly depressed or whatever I can always remember like exactly what I was listening to for that month mm-hmm. or whatever mm-hmm. and it's usually like an entire album but like this one's just one song so like I don't know if that's a gonna make it better or worse (laughs) what does that indicate (laughs) just like a very a very distilled memory later when you hear it yeah which i guess i'm like a little excited for even if it's like a sad uh moment where i hear that song in a few years what are you excited about oh i'm excited to like just reminisce 
uh, through this one song. <laughs> like, that'll be bittersweet, you know? I love doing stuff like that. I'm obsessed with, like, recording everything. Um, I don't know. I'm obsessed with um, the memories memories in the past. And uh, I don't know. I journal a lot, or at least I used to. Mm-hmm. I used to journal a lot, and then I started a, a weird daily routine um, in, involving audio messages that sort of took the place of journaling just because it would feel redundant to do both. Huh. So you, like, record a little snippet every day? Yeah, well, it's um, it's this person. Uh, I don't know how it started. We um, At some point, we started sending each other audio recordings every day. Mm-hmm. And so I will, it's like a voicemail, but it's with the app. So it's not like I'm like calling him and disrupting him, but I will, um, I usually leave him one before I go to bed. Mm-hmm. Then when I wake up in the morning, I'll have one from him because our schedules are really different. Mm-hmm. Um, it's weird. It's like, it's like we're so connected that we have to even be talking to each other when the other isn't awake, but it does kind of take the place of a journal entry. Um, and so I have just like hours and hours and hours of audio on my phone of just us talking to each other. Are the uh, messages like extremely personal or are they kind of just like, oh, I was at the grocery store today and whatever. Is they the... actually, they're pretty formulaic. It'll usually be like, hi, <clears throat> excuse me. It's two minutes to midnight. And, um, I am in my, uh, late neighbor's empty lot in a lawn chair with my back facing the street, uh, looking at the moon (laughs) and having a cigarette. Um, I'm like in the middle of the lot. (laughs) Um, and, uh, there's a planet, um, to the, I guess at like two o'clock. No, that's one o'clock. I don't know, one thirty. Uh, above the moon, and it's really bright. It's so bright that like my iPhone camera is picking it up really well. And uh, I wish I knew what it was. Anyways, I was out here uh, thinking about how I used to do this in Portland. I would, uh, I would be like three a.m. and I lived in a. Uh, neighborhood with not a lot of tall trees um and (laughs) I would always just be when the moon was full or really big be like three in the morning and I'd just you could hear me dragging a plastic lawn chair across the pavement to the middle of an intersection of a four-way stop sign where I lived and I would just sit there and smoke and look at the moon maybe listen to music on my phone and it was really comforting uh, that pavement thing, the concrete, that was like a big part of it. Now I'm in a, I'm sitting where it used to be my neighbor's driveway, um, like maybe five feet away from where his Christmas tree used to be, but now it's just an empty lot. It's probably midnight now, I just heard a songbird before I started recording this, and it was really weird, very clear. It's dark though, it's, I mean, it's midnight. But that and uh, the moon and um, I don't know, I thought you might like to hear the little anecdote about how I used to do this in Portland. So I decided to uh, record this for you, but really it was the bird that convinced me, so you should thank it. Um, Okay.
Bye. I just, like, can't plan anything in my life in advance. I don't know why. Like, I just... I'm so bad at it. I just get so freaked out. I'm like, well, what if I'm not like feeling okay at this time? Like, I don't know if it's like, I don't want to disappoint someone or what, but like normally it's just like, Oh God, like I'm just really bad at. Well, what I like that, what I constantly find myself doing is like, someone will be like, Hey, I want to go like grab dinner on Tuesday or whatever. And it'll be like five days before that or something. This doesn't happen not that often, but I'll be like, oh, yeah, yeah, totally, yeah, let's do it. And then, like, that time rolls around, and, like, I'm well aware that I have these plans, but I'm just, like, <laughs> waiting for the perfect moment to be like, oh, no, shit, I, I totally forgot. Like, I know I'm going <laughs> to, even when accepting the, like, <laughs> thing, I already know, like, come five days from now, I'm for sure going to not go. <laughs> Why do we do this? I do this, too. I don't know. Well, I think it's because I, I can't like, say no to people. Scary. <laughs> so instead, you just are like, yeah, instead I'm going to take like away. Instead worse. of saying no, I'm going to take away my yes. I don't do anything. I just, I can't. I really just like hide in my house. That's yeah, well, like I have I a thing where I like have to go outside immediately every day when I wake up. Like, the, Oh, I, really? I can't like stay home. Yeah, it's honestly like I've only really realized it in the past year and it's like now sort of feels like a problem what do you so like do you just have to like stand outside for a second or no, like, no, do you have like, to, like i have do to like something. leave yeah i gotta like do something like i'll go get coffee or like um wow. or like if my plan is to go to school that day or like i had this i had to go to walmart for some reason i'll just like i have to do it right when i wake up wow i'm like kind of jealous no it's like because okay every so often i'll end up not doing it for the sake of like not just not doing it right Mm -hmm. and i'll stay home and then i notice those days i'm just like insanely more productive like i'll actually just immediately in my day start doing something that needs to be done whether it's like work on my computer or like oh i was gonna clean my room or do laundry or something right oh interesting when i'm not at home i like put these things off all day and then like it's like 7 or 8 p.m and i'm just like by that point in any day, really, I'm like, I'm way too tired to do anything. I like, God, I, I will like lay in bed for fucking hours and I like won't eat or drink water. And I just, it's like, I'm waiting for something and I don't know what it is. Hmm. And then something will make me have to do something. The water but, thing is interesting. Like you're, you're thirsty, but you're like not drinking water. No, it feels like it would like upset. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I do not drink enough water it's like i i will be like lying in bed being like i'm hungry and i also need water and i will just continue to stubbornly lie there like (laughs) (laughs) i don't do that often like i usually have to like eat immediately when i wake up but i remember doing this weird thing like last summer where um like i ride my bike a lot everywhere in the summer when i would i'd always be like insanely thirsty when i get off my bike and get home and then i like come inside and I need water so bad but I'll like I would do this thing where like I'll be like all right I bet I can like go another five minutes being like so thirsty <laughs> it's this weird like yeah you you like deserve to be thirsty like oh my god <laughs> yeah oh my god um okay I'm gonna go home <laughs> okay have fun I'll see you on twitter.com I can't hear you. I think you cut out or something.
Oh, sorry. That's okay. Um, okay, see you on Twitter. Have a good Bye. weekend. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. Um, I found out something, well, something really, I found out something really traumatic happened to me, and I was trying to deal with it, and I remember I was um, with my mother in Dallas, and I was like, I need to go to St. Louis. So I, I um... No, there's no hiding it at this point. I'm a, I'm a student. I'm a college student. Uh, I go to, I'm a college grad. So, what you're hearing behind you is a clip of uh, I recorded of me playing a clip of this episode you just heard to my class. Um, so I thought it would be pretty cool and pretty meta to uh, play this clip at the end of the episode. I think I thought it would be pretty funny. So I thought it was a pretty good idea. So I decided to record my presentation. So isn't that pretty interesting? So you can listen to that behind me. And then there's a couple people asking me a couple questions and give me a couple comments on what they thought about my five minute little clip I played. So that's a nice little thing, I think, to put into my podcast. And so I did it. All right, so here's that and thanks again and go to the go to my go to my website all right thanks that's a clip she sent me from her trip It's, well, it's like 30 minutes, so like the other 25 are super boring. <laughs> Just take the good part. But thank you. Right. We're sort of like, one of those things that's sort of like, we're going to give you the time to listen to this and actually spend time with it. And if you like that, that's great. You know, it's here. So I think that's really cool. Yeah, I was trying to make it sound like as... NPR like podcasty as yeah. possible. Thanks. So we'll uh, just do the shuffle around a little bit. Uh, Alex has a website over here. There's um, Josh's VR headsets over there. Leave me.